What is going on? My name is Michael John Lennon and I am the proud owner of Hybrid Fitness in Belfast City Centre. The owner of Elite Fitness and Performance Academy in Belfast City Centre where we coach people to become amazing personal trainers and also the founder and owner of the Elite Collective Mastermind where we help personal trainers grow and scale their business and ultimately earn more money and get back more time and you are very welcome to the show. So today, what I want to discuss on the show is the journey from zero to 50K and beyond and the phases that we all have to navigate if we want to get there. Because essentially in business, there is three phases. And I've heard it being described in many ways. One of the best ways that I kind of describe it to people is you'll go through the scarcity phase then you'll have the abundance phase, and then finally you'll get into the legacy phase of business. I also heard just the other day someone mention the grind phase, the growth phase, and then the gold phase. Whatever way you want to put it, essentially you're going to have to navigate these phases if you want to get to, let's say, 250,000 and above. Because in phase one, let's say the growth phase, scarcity phase, grind phase, whatever it is that you want to call it, whatever way you want to describe it, we'll say from zero to 50K in revenue is what you're going to do. Well, then there's certain things that you're going to have to do in order to manage it well. For example, in the, in the early days, obviously you're, you're going to be very time poor. You're going to have to manage all of your marketing, all of your sales, all of the operations and all of the fulfillment. You're basically a one man or a one woman band. Now, in the fitness industry, this matters hugely because essentially you have to perform at your best all the time. You're on the gym floor and you have to deliver an amazing service to your clients. Like that hour that your clients are spending with you has to be the best hour of your clients day. And if you can imagine that your clients are coming in, they're expecting a top-notch level of service and they walk in and, and you're tired and you're a little bit groggy, you haven't eaten so well, maybe you were out at the weekend, whatever it is, whatever it is that's going on, you're not looking after your sleep, your hydration, your nutrition, maybe you're not training yourself, maybe you've let your own physique slide a little bit which does happen and I've seen it happen in phase one in a fitness business. And that's why it is so, so important that in the early days, you have to manage your own performance first. From zero to 50K, when we have all of that scarcity in the business, all of that grind going on because you're doing all of your marketing, you're on your social media, you're creating videos, you're doing all of your sales, you're doing all of the fulfillment, which takes up a lot of time. So it's really, really important that in the early days, you must manage your performance. You must be looking after your sleep, like partying at the weekend. Listen, if you want to go out partying, you want to go out drinking, taking drugs, whatever it is, you're in the wrong fucking game. 
And I tell people this all the time and I'm straight up honest about it. People are relying on you to get them results. They're relying on you to make their life better. And if you're not showing up for them, if you can't look after your own performance, people know. They smell bullshit. When someone's not congruent with what they're telling other people to do, people will know. It's called auto-suggestion. And there's just no getting around it. Listen, if you're in fitness, you're there to help people and you must get absolutely crystal clear on that. And the only way you can do that is by putting your own oxygen mask on first. So in phase one, we'll say from zero to 50K, we'll say the scarcity phase in business, which there is a lot of, you must look after your own performance. In phase two, let's say we go just beyond that. Let's say 50K and above, 50K to 250,000 in revenue. Well, now you have to really start looking after your client's performance, right? So you've managed your own performance in phase one. In phase two, that's where you must focus on your client's performance. That is what's going to get you the biggest wins in the abundance phase in business. In phase two, there does become a lot of abundance, but it is vital then that you are taking care of your client's performance. And that's what's essentially going to help the business grow because you're going to get more results, you're going to get greater retention, and then you're going to get more referrals because of that. So your, your clients are the most important at that point. And then if we look at, let's say, 250000 in revenue and above, now you're in the legacy phase of the business. So now what we have to do is look, look after our team's performance which is a completely different level altogether. And each of those three levels, each of those three phases require a completely different skill set, as you'll see as we progress throughout the rest of the show. In the, in the next um, topic then, what we're going to chat about is your peer group. Okay, so in phase one, it is, it is like, an absolute no-brainer that you have mentors. Like, this is one of my biggest regrets that I didn't do sooner in business was have a mentor. Like, me and my business partner, PJ, we just basically tried to wing it from, from the start. And I suppose everyone is winging it to a certain extent, but we really tried to wing it. Like, we were just making shit up. We had no one to go to, no one to ask questions. We were getting advice from people who love us, but essentially people who hadn't done what we wanted to do, who had no experience in the fitness industry. Maybe they had a little bit of experience in business, but it was a completely different animal that we were dealing with. Um, and we didn't have anyone inside the industry that we could go to. And that was our fault. Right. So in phase one, in those really early days, you must have mentors. And that's essentially why from my <clears throat> academy, we then developed the Elite Collective Mastermind because the biggest problem that I seen when students left us was that they didn't have mentors. As soon as they left us and I left them to their own devices, they then started to fall away and other problems arose and I should have been there to help them solve those problems, but I wasn't. And listen, you know, it's not like they couldn't come to me and ask me a question or two, 
but I didn't make it clear that I would mentor them. And they lost out, I lost out, um, which was unfortunate. But now we're doing it. And now I make it very clear that in that early days, in those early days of business, you must have a mentor to help you collapse time and practically to save you paying a lot of fucking stupid tax, right? That's just the truth. In phase two then, what I recommend people do uh, in, in terms of a peer group. So, you know, previously we spoke about performance. Now we're, now we're talking about your peer group. In phase two, you want to join a mastermind. Uh, honestly, this is a, a game changer in terms of perspective, because when you join a mastermind, essentially what you're doing is you share some of what is working for you in business. You also get to learn what's working from other people as well. And in terms of perspective, you're going to be around people who are ahead of you, that are playing a bigger game than you. But as well, you're going to be in front of people. And that's amazing in terms of confidence and perspective, because what it gives you is someone who you are aspiring to, let's say, to catch up on. But then as well, it gives you confidence and it allows you to see how far you've came in the game of entrepreneurship and in the fitness industry, because you're going to be sharing a room with people that are trying to catch up on you who aspire to be like you. Um, and that's an amazing thing. And then finally, in phase three, with a peer group, you want to have mentees. And essentially, this is the position that I'm in personally. And this is why I created the, the Elite Collective Mastermind is because I now start to mentor other people because I feel like I have a duty and an obligation to do so. Like I have a duty to share what works with the marketplace so that other people can take that journey and essentially make the jump between phases much easier. So the next thing then that we're going to discuss is your profile. And I always say to people that at the very beginning, you want to really niche down, as in you want to specialize in one area. For me, that area was kettlebells. So in the early days of business, I just focused on using kettlebells. And eventually I became the kettlebell guy. Um, I studied with some of the best practitioners and I wanted to learn everything that there was about kettlebells. And then that progressed into different things. Um, I then became the provider for the Tactical Strength Challenge, which is a kettlebell competition mixed with powerlifting and calisthenics and I very much became the the authority and the expert in our industry when it came to using kettlebells in in the next phase then you know you've specialized you've niche, you've niched down in phase two then essentially you will become the expert whatever it is that that you that lights you up so let's say in phase one in terms of your profile you specialize in nutrition. If you market that hard and you sell that hard eventually in phase two, then you become the expert. And then what happens is gradually over time, you then become the authority. And it's when you become the expert and you become the authority that then you can start to branch out and expand your skill set. So I always say to people, you know, become a specialist at generalizing, essentially. 
Um, and that's what's going to hold weight in the fitness industry today because we have to solve so many problems. You know, it's not just about training people on the gym floor. People have mobility problems. Uh, you know, they want to bring their personal problems to you. You become a little bit of a therapist. There's nutrition problems. You know, there's so many things that we have. There's so many problems that we have to solve, which is an amazing thing. And it's the, the amazing thing about the fitness industry that, that I feel. Um, but in the very early days, you know, when, you, when you're in scarcity mode, you want to niche down and specialize. And then eventually when you become the expert, start to branch out over those next couple of phases. So that's your profile. Next, we're talking promotion. And you'll notice that these are all the P's of uh, each phase, as in jumping through the phases of business. Uh, so now we're talking promotion. Um, in phase one, zero to 50K, like you can get to that with just your own network. Like the people on your personal Facebook profile, the people that you can add into your Facebook group, friends, family, friends of friends, family of family. Like if you tapped into your current network, you could quite easily get from zero to 50K if you were willing to do the work. Then in phase two, let's say from 50K to 250K, you're talking product launches. So at this point, we're running six, eight, 10, 12 week programs, like whatever it is, 30 day trials, uh, 10 day trials, like big, big launches where you're bringing a bunch of people in all, all at the one time, you're all onboarding a bunch of people. And essentially there's a big marketing campaign that leads up to your launches. Then 250K and above, and this is very much where my company is at right now, we're doing mass marketing. So you know, we're across multiple platforms, email marketing, paid ads, uh, affiliate marketing, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, like you name it, we are everywhere and we are in front of as many people as we can get in front of because we are mass marketing because that's the size of the business that we're working with right now. But, you know, in the early days, just focus on one platform and focus on your network in that platform Phase two, maybe a couple of platforms. So if, if you were just focused on Facebook in the early days, then maybe you want to branch out and go Facebook and Instagram, and then you can start to do launches across both of those platforms. Maybe you can start to delve into Facebook ads a little bit. And then finally, in phase three, 250K and above, we have to do mass marketing. So just a recap, we talked about your performance. We talked about your peer group. We chatted about your profile and then we chatted about promotion. Next then we're talking about product. And this is the one that gets a lot of fitness professionals because they want to do so many things. You know, it's our entrepreneurial ADD. Um, we're a creative bunch and we want to quickly get products onto the marketplace and then move on to the next one because the next one is going to benefit. However, from zero to 50K, you only want to focus on one single product because again, you're a one man or a one woman band and too many things going on is going to cause too much chaos in the business. The message is going to be very, let's say it's going to be a mixed message. People aren't going to know exactly what you're doing. If you're trying to push too many products onto the market, 
in the early days of business. So what you want to do is single it down to only one product. And you can get from zero to 50K with only one product. Like if you're in front of people daily pushing one product on the marketplace, there is no reason why you can't get from zero to 50K. And listen, uh, an old quote that my longtime mentor, Craig Ballantyne, used to say to me was the man who chases two rabbits catches neither. So you want to find your product, deliver it as often as possible, market it hard, sell it hard, refine it a little more, and then repeat the process until it stops working. Then when we get to phase two, uh, 50K to 250K, now you can start to add more products, anything, anything up to three products then at that point. So for example, if in the early days you were just doing 12-week programs, and that's your one single product, then what you can start to offer is a 12-week program, uh, a six-week boot camp, and then some semi-private sessions. That's in phase two. And then in phase three, from 250K and above, you've got multiple products going on. You've got multiple products going to the marketplace. You've got low barrier offers. You've got, you've got trials. We've got, I mean, us personally, like we've got LBOs. We've got 10-day trials. We've got semi-private. We've got team training. We've got boot camp. We've got the uh, elite coaching certification. We've got the elite collective mastermind. We've got the online platform for fitness professionals, our FitPro Profit. Soon, we're going to have a, the FitPro Planner on the marketplace. So we've got multiple products going on. And essentially, you need that in phase three of the of the business but in phase one just one single phase two a triple phase three then you've got multiple products okay so our next p then is pitching and how to navigate each phase how to navigate your pitching or your sales in each phase phase one it's really simple it's one to one nose to nose toes to toes okay so you just need to learn how to sell face to face you just need to either learn how to sell face-to-face -face or even over the phone. And that's your job in phase one. And you want to get really fucking good at pitching in phase one because that's going to help you navigate those phases much easier because if you learn how to close, everything grows. In phase two, then, you want to learn how to sell one-to-many. And a lot of people ask me what this looks like. So, for example, you might do like a lunch and learn where you bring in... 10 people <clears throat> do a seminar, <clears throat> excuse me. You teach them how to manage their macros, how to manage their nutrition. You teach them the basics of mobility, whatever it is. And then finally you pitch them an offer to stay with you or, or join your program or whatever it is. So now you've learned how to sell one to many. Then in phase three, you need to learn how to sell many to many. And this is where things get really, really interesting because at the start, you know, I talked about how to manage your team's performance. And this is one way of managing your team's performance is, is teaching them how to sell, sell, sorry, which is a completely different skill set to learning how to sell yourself. All right. So in phase three, your team have to learn how to sell and you have to manage their performance while doing that because you will have a team at that stage, which brings me on nicely to my next P, which is personnel. 
in the early days of business, you do not need any. Like no one from zero to 50K, you can get there all on your own. No staff, none of that. Then in phase two, you're going to start bringing on people part-time because 50K and above, things get a little bit tricky. Your, your check-ins get a little bit trickier. You know, your energy and attention gets a little bit, um, shall we say, that there's more of a need for your time, energy uh, from your clients. So now we have to bring someone else in to manage some of the jobs that let's say you're not good at, okay? Because this is what you want to do. In phase one, obviously you're doing all of the marketing, sales, fulfillment, and operations. In phase two then, when you first bring in someone, let's say someone part-time, you want to offset the things that you're not good at. So for example, let's say your unique abilities lie in marketing and sales and you have a bootcamp and you're not necessarily lit up by, by fulfilling on the bootcamp. You actually want to bring in someone who's going to take that job so that you can then focus on the marketing, sales, and operations in the business. Or the likelihood is that maybe you're not good at operations. Maybe you're not good at the day-to-day -day tasks in terms of the customer service end of things. So whenever you bring in someone part-time, the very first person that you should bring in is someone who can manage your operations as in your customer service. And that's going to give you so much more time and freedom and more attention to focus on the bigger tasks in the business. Then what you're going to do in the next phase from 250K and above is you'll probably start to bring full-time people in. And it's at this point where you want to hire your strengths. So when we're in phase two, when we're hiring our first hire, that person is going to be responsible for the things that you're not good at. But from 250K and above, now you have to start bringing in people who are good at what you do. And you have to start letting go of the things that you actually enjoy doing. However, if you really want the business to grow, well, then you'll be comfortable with it. And you'll be comfortable letting go of those jobs because you should essentially either bring in people that are better than you or people who have the potential to be better than you. And yes, that is a little hit in terms of your ego, but trust me on this here. If you can just let it go, it will help your business grow and scale and essentially give you back the, the time and give the business the legacy that it deserves. Then finally, we're talking planning. Um, in the early days, it's just month to month. Like that's realistically all you need. As long as your programs are done monthly, as long as your, your figures are done monthly, as long as you have your, your product launches or, or your, your marketing um, strategy is done monthly, you know, that, that's going to be pretty decent in phase one. As long as we have some sort of structure in there, that's going to help. In phase two then, in terms of planning, you're talking quarterly. And we still do this in, in my business. We, we still plan 30, 60 and 90 days. However, we, we actually do it over the year. So we'll sit down very start of the year. We'll look at our annual plan. We'll look at our target revenue, target profits. Do we want to make new hires this year? What events have we got coming up this year? How's the program's going to look on the gym floor? 
So we'll sit down and look at all of our dates at the very start of the year, and then we'll break it down into quarterly goals. So, you know, at the start, let's say you start doing it monthly, then you want to start looking at the quarter. And then finally, once you've made the jump from 250K and above, you need to start looking at things annually. Um, and that is essentially going to make sure that you have the structure in the business because essentially structure equals freedom. You know, there's nothing worse than a personal trainer trying to get by day by day or a gym owner trying to get by day by day and they have no plans set in place for, for the year. Um, things can get a little bit messy in that circumstance. So yeah, that's the that's all the P's when it comes to navigating the three phases in business. So just to, again, your performance, your peer group, your profile, your promotions, the product, pitching, how many personnel you need, and then finally, how often your planning strategy needs to be implemented. So yeah, hopefully that was helpful. And if you do have any questions on any of that, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, which is m underscore j underscore Lennon, or at Elite FPA Belfast, uh, or you can just add me on Facebook and I will happily help you out with all of this stuff and send you to my best products. We will get the most value from that will essentially help you grow and scale your fitness business. Peace out. Have a great evening. Take care. Bye.